You're listening to Wake Up Tucson. This podcast is a Bustos Media production on The Voice. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. All right. Thanks to Dr. D. Filippo for another illuminating hour of Shock Jock Radio. You're on Wake Up Tucson, 1030 The Voice, local news and talk. Brother Joe coming up in just a minute or so. Uh, we have our happy hour tonight, 5.30 to 7.30. It's at Mark's beautiful little short rest tavern. It's in the back of Tucson Games and Gadgets, uh, which is a really impressive retail space. Lots of different kinds of games, uh, not just D&D stuff. They have games for family games and things that instead of everyone looking at their phone on a weekend, maybe you get around the old table and play a fun uh, a fun game uh, at the old dinner table. So 5.30 to 7.30, vino, beer, and meads. And then, of course, uh, our friend uh, Malta Joe will be there with uh, some tasty Maltesian Maltese, like the Maltese Falcon, Maltese delicacies, as we like to say. So um, now real quick, if you missed anything, KVOI.com. And we got to talk to, uh, we got brother, we got to talk to my brother, Joe, uh, coming up. Is, is he on, young man? Let's bring him on. Good morning. to bro- Unlike you and I, we brother Joe and I had a pre-show meeting. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. You guys are working on sound drops and everything. I love it. Brother Joe, good morning, my friend. Good morning. Good we, morning. So much stuff to talk about today. So much stuff to talk about today. What, what were you and Matt uh, having your pre-meeting about? I'll, I'll uh, tell them that the, the, the know, Chuck Schumer subroutine that anytime something comes up, they have to bring it back to Donald Trump. So balloon, <laughs> Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. <laughs> Did I accurately summarize that, Brother Joe? We were laughing how years after the man has left the White House, we're still referring to his policy and what he may or may have not done or said to make it to make up for the official policy of the White House or or the lack of official policy in the White House, however you want to look at it. Uh, this balloon incident only is because of the reckless policies of the Trump administration and they're uh, leaving us open to this sort of balloon attack. Thank you. That's my on-the-fly one. So I tried. And, and that's what our enemies hear. That's what they hear in Russia. Of course, they heard it in China because the balloon was recording everything. And that's, <laughs> that's, that's all they hear. I do like a couple of things. There's so many. There's so many. There's so many parts of the balloon story, right? Which is one: uh, how many balloons have been passing over us that we either didn't know about or we did know about, but only what someone in Montana finally saw one and said, "What's that?" Right? So, how many balloons have passed over? The other thing is the Chinese doing a, a lot worse spying through TikTok and other uh, internet means that make that balloon look like nothing. <laughs> I'm just telling you. <laughs> I mean, through satellites, I'm sure Chinese the Chinese have a picture of everything in America. <laughs> I'm sure they're beaming in to wake up Tucson three hours a three hours a day, Monday through Friday, to get the real story. We appreciated the surveillance means of former administrator Huckleberry and decided to also listen in and record this half-ass radio show. Can we can we talk about the tech transfer? 
during the Clinton administration? Can we talk about that? I mean, we're going to point back to previous previous administrations. Let's go way back. Donald Trump's recklessness with our relationship with powerful allies in New York caused the Clintons to tra- trade trips to the Lincoln bedroom. For what was the name of the guy? Johnny. What was his name? He was like the he was like the Chinese guy. I got that was in the Lincoln bed. Oh, we'll get back to it. So. Yeah, so we had a balloon. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's not sad. I was just thinking, you know, you're out you're out there watching the the racing at the horse track, watching the races, and a balloon comes <laughs> over. What do you do? And again, uh, <laughs> nothing beats the mayor of Phoenix, Kate Gallego. The narcissist that she is, she literally had a balloon made that says, this little town welcomes Kate Gallego, and it's exactly the white, regular, boring balloon, just like, it looked exactly like the Chinese one, and she's tweeting about it on her official account. We couldn't make make it it up, right? No. You can't can't make it up. Uh, Let's get to this. I want to get to your your article about uh, Fed, Fed interest rate hike. Uh, financial heroin for people. We'll get to that in a second. But um, I saw this one, which is, uh, I don't know if you saw it on your NBC News or even I saw KOLD cover the AP story on this, right? Is mm-hmm. they're running around that the United States government, uh, sorry, the United States economy gained a half a million jobs, right? Using such words as robust. So... What they didn't do <laughs> is they forgot to add in all the people who lost their jobs because Christmas is over. That didn't make it into the Biden economic report. All right. So what happened was they, yes, there were 517 new jobs, but Brother Joe, Matt, and dear listeners, we shedded two and a half million off of non-farm roll payroll. Meaning that we actually lost two and a half million jobs in January, not gained 517. Just want to let everyone know that. So, but I'm that, sure. That's the world of federal numbers. Yep. And it'll, it'll be revised. This thing will be revised two times before Sunday. Yeah. And it's a lagging indicator, but it would tell us that unemployment rate was incredibly low. It shattered the expectations of economists. And, um, you know, it's it's so hard to put your finger on on a moving target, but the lack of transparency in in political news, we we have complete lack of transparency on financial news, in my opinion. And and nobody can really give you the right story because it's it, it it's all narratives. It's narratives made up by interest groups that are interested in influencing people to spend their money in a certain way. It's it's, it's like glorified advertising. And I think right now when we're looking at talking to people, you know, it's just putting some cold water on the situation. And saying, you know, are you tired of listening to the narratives about, you know, what what kind of not getting into the Morgan Stanley article, but Fed rate cut 
heroin. Heroin, the drug. For people out there that don't know what heroin is, it's a high-powered drug, and um, it kills the pain. And so we have a market that that keeps. We have an economy that keeps moving up, moving up, and inflating housing, inflating assets with money. Chris, with money we don't even have. You know, we're so magnanimous. We're we're sending two hundred billion here and a hundred billion here, and we're going to solve Ukraine's problems. We're going to solve. Um, the world's problems with money we don't have but who suffers who's paying for it it's the american citizen the american taxpayer it's they they have fooled around with our savings rate for the last 15 years for the last 15 years we've created an inflation food gas and rent and Again, the government number says we're, you know, inflation is starting to tame. But I talk to people all the time, and 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 we all laugh. It's a hundred dollars to go to the grocery store, regardless of what you do. So, this this narrative, it's a political narrative, it's a financial narrative, and this country, this country is off the rails. And we're looking at investments right now that have guardrails because nothing can be trusted. So when we talk about your uh, the, the, the Morgan Stanley guy saying that um, let's not count on the, 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 this raising the uh, just using the uh, interest rate as as your heroin to make you feel better about inflation. So so what is he saying? We're just that. Is there is there is what is he is he suggesting something else other than, I mean I know what I would do but is he suggesting what else is he suggesting to try to tame inflation? Well, I think I think the whole article is is that people are looking for the Fed pivot. So the the sentence right here, accordingly, right with inflation falling from its forty year high in June. Well, it hasn't fallen that far. I mean, has it fallen? Yeah, it's, technically it's fallen, but it hasn't fallen that hard. Investors are betting the Federal Reserve will end its interest rate hiking cycle. And the word, Chris, is pivot. Mm. Pivot to rate cuts this year. Juicing markets like they did in the past. Okay, but some top Wall Street strategists warn the rosy outlook for stocks may be overly optimistic. Let's not just focus on stocks. You know, let's look at housing. Let's look at CD rates for retirement. Um, so this, the whole idea is is there's a pivot that all of a sudden the, the Fed is going to bring us down, is going to raise rates, raise rates, slow down the economy, and then miraculously they're going to lower rates and save us. And it's um, that's that's the narrative where people are investing their money. And, you know, we feel it's a completely false narrative. Um, it's a narrative not to be trusted. We, we've given, you know, we look at the S&P 500 because we look at all investments. We look at gold. We look at bonds. We look at mortgage rates. We look at uh, annuities. We look at the life insurance rates. We had pegged uh, 4,100, 4,200 area of the S&P 500 is 
is the danger zone. We don't feel the market has the guts to cross it. So it's, it's done a nice bounce back from the lows. But, but interest rates are far from topping, and inflation is far from being over. And I, I think a lot of people, um, I, I think they're holding on to myths. They're holding on to myths. And I would say, in my opinion, I, I see that some of the people they're working with, so-called professionals, and... Hold the hold 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 that thought. We got to go to break. Eight nine, almost eight twenty in the morning. Went late there, brother Joe Christie Simone. Also to add to this, I was just looking at the uh, Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta GDP forecast. We are at seven tenths of one percent on GDP right now. Seven tenths of one percent. Better print some more money. Better print some more money. You're on Wake Up Tucson, ten third of the voice. Is this about the interest rate? Is this about the economy? Is this just? Chinese, everything. Maybe about your next caller. <laughs> Christy Simone, Brother Joe, and you, bluechipplan.com, 600-7307 to call up and set up an appointment and find out how blue chip planning can help you uh, save some money in a best uh, tax-preferred way possible uh, with the guardrails of usually preserving principles, a pretty good guardrail. Uh, Brother Joe, welcome back, sir. Great to be back. I was just thinking of the analogy of the balloon and it popping over the ocean. And <laughs> you might be onto something there, Brother Chris. That's the and that's Joe didn't want anyone hurt, so that's why we had to wait till it crossed the country. Uh, let's go to Brushfire Sean. Brushfire Sean, you're on with Chris and Joe. What's up, bud? Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and all of the wakeys out there. Joe, I've got to ask you a question. I mean, unlike a bus trip to the dump, this is serious business. I know it didn't. Didn't Joe doesn't know about the bus trip to the dump I'm going on? No, he does not. Sorry. Okay. Is that for All Valentine's right, Day? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, you could be my date, Joe. Um, let's just pretend. I'm already taking you, you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so am I. Thank you very much. Let's just pretend we took the CPI numbers from 1976 and we translated it in, into CPI 2022. What do you really think inflation would be? Yeah, I've seen some mathematical crazy number that it would be a lot worse than we believe it to be now. I mean, but, 20% is a good number to me. I mean, if eggs are eight ninety nine a dozen, of course, we had to take that out of the basket of CPI in 17, or, I'm sorry, yeah, 1976, sorry about that. We had to take bacon out. We, we replaced it with a 42-inch flat screen, which you can buy for $90 at Walmart on Christmas Day or whatever they go and run out. We took out all the essentials, and we, we, we replaced them with garbage because garbage is made in Chinese factories by little kids standing in acid working for a dollar a day. We, we, we have completely destroyed CPI because they can't run on their real numbers or they would have to pay Social Security recipients probably 13% more than they got last year. Wouldn't that be probably right? Maybe 18? That's interesting, they, right? They seem to use an array of indicators. And, you know, I think your point's well taken. Politicians are oblivious to the daily, as much as they like to say they're, they're in tune, they are not in tune with the average people working nine to five, feeding their family, and, and being good citizens. Because 
inflation is so outrageous right now on, on goods, products, and services. I mean, you have to ask yourself, what, what are they really talking about with these official government numbers? And matter of fact, Sean, when I see the kind of spending in some of the people that come on the show, politicians, um, our representatives, in the amount of reckless spending they're sending around the world while people are, are fighting to eat, I think is reckless. And, and I think it's unconscionable. I, I'm going to use the word on this air. Matt, get your hand on the button. I think it's evil. I think there's a plan. Well, that too. That too. So what's I mean, imagine? So what? We got about a minute. So Sean, what's the plan? What do you think? What? I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. I just, 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 exp, just expand in thirty. And you got thirty seconds to expand. I, I, I personally, Chris, and I've, told, I've told you on the air. I will not pay the government any more taxes. I'm done. I mean, if taxes is the price of a civilized society, and you drive down golf links and you see camps on the side of the road, I want a freaking refund. This is not a civilized society anymore. We are not getting our money's worth. This is not fair to the average working guy that's going out there mechanicking or wrenching or welding all day. It's not fair to that guy. And it's especially not fair to me to save my money in cash. I'm getting slaughtered. And I don't know what to do. Um, a wise man said to me, uh, maybe everyone just needs to make sure right well, the way the world's going is make sure you're properly prepared. That includes a good lawyer and a really good accountant. <laughs> and a damn good, and a damn good Bible, ladies that. and gentlemen. And a damn good Bible. <laughs> a damn good Bible. Well worn, ladies and gentlemen, we would be the word. God bless you all. Happy. Repent, uh, brother. Repent. Yeah, re- Repent. I have. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. I'm working on it, brother. Hey, you guys have a wonderful like Billy day. Billy Graham, I can hear his voice now. Repent. The kingdom of God is at hand. I'm trying. All right, I'm my trying. friends. Sean, have a good day. Joe, I'll see you on the other side of the news. Wake up. All right. Remember, happy hour coming up tonight. It's in nine hours from right now at Tucson Games and Gadgets in the Short Rest Tavern. Not eight hours. Nine hours. Thank you very much. (laughs) It's like no one ever lets you forget on this show. I'm just kidding. Um, We're going to be 530 at Tucson Games and Gadgets in the back. It's on the second floor of Tucson Mall right next to the close uh, Sears. What you want to do is park on the north side of Tucson Mall between the Sears and the Dillards. Go through those glass doors there, and then you'll see the big yellow sign right on the far wall. Just keep walking, and uh, when you get there, there'll be plenty of people to help you, but... uh, Go into the uh, back right part of the, you'll see a little hallway, and that takes you into the cozy short rest tavern. So please join us 5.30 to 7.30. Welcome back to Brother Joe. How are you doing, sir? Even better than when I left you. Beautiful. Um, Lauren said also add a fully stocked personal armory plus all your survival gear. Well, might get there one day. Might get there one day. Um, so, Joe, what what are you seeing as we're coming out of the new year with our blue chip clients? What's uh, what do, what are we seeing? Because you know we have so many people who I remember we had a, one of our, our our brother Wakey's were were telling us, well, even though you guys keep saying that things aren't going that great out there, the market keeps pumping up and whatever, but uh, it seems like uh, there's a lot of our brothers and sisters out there who are kind of looking at the numbers and the indicators and they're they're still very concerned correct anybody with common sense is concerned 
But, you know, it's it's like everything, Chris. Um, people coming to the truth come slowly. You know, we have, you know, here here's some of the myths. In a 60-40 portfolio, which we've been critical of for the last two years, and, and I guess rightly so, but on the other hand, it's been such a foundation of planning, you know, 60% in stocks, 40% in bonds, and Markowitz theory. I mean, and so, you know, it's like fighting City Hall. But here's what's an interesting thing. People are told right now, just, and I see these guys, they're like 55, 65. They, they heard it on the radio. They heard it from their broker. They heard it from the class at the church they went to. We're going to hold on. We'll just hold on. Well, if you're 55, 60, 65 years old, how much, how many years ahead of you do you have to hold on? And what's interesting, Brother Chris, is that interest rates were always lowered to save the market over the last hundred years. When things got bad, the government came in and, and, and gave the easing and pumped up the ball. What's interesting about this time is that they're not in a position to ease anything. They're going to fight for their life not to have an inflation disaster, which they created with our wonderful Congress that spends money they don't have. Uh, you know, they don't just spend hundreds of millions. They spend billions recklessly uh, every quarter for the last decade. They all spent money. So if I'm, if I'm 55, 60, 65, 70, and, and the Fed doesn't have the interest rate, they can't really – they don't have the strength of lowering rates like they did historically. You've got to ask yourself, how long do you expect to be around for this long term? I mean, we all have, you know, family and clients that are in, you know, 25 or 30. Certainly they have 40, 50 years. But these people right around, they need to distribute. And, and, and again, of course, they don't understand it, but they need to distribute from your IRA. You just can't leave it in your IRA because the, the government won't let you. And, and so many people are surprised. Oh, I, I thought it was just, you know, it's an IRA. It just No, it doesn't just sit there. You have to distribute it. Now you're going to distribute that IRA in a very volatile market, which will affect your income, especially that five years you start withdrawing money out. Volatile markets are not good for the numbers as they lay out. But they're, they're whole. These people, you know, I see these guys. They're 73 years old, 72 years old. They're busy saving money and driving economy cars, but they're going to gamble. They're going to gamble on, 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 on what markets will do and what the Fed will do. And they're all, they're all praying on, on, on both knees that they lower the rates. But this government, unless we get ourselves, well, we're close to getting ourselves in a war. So that would even complicate the thing even more. So the myth, myth one, this long-term a myth to the Fed will always come and be like a put or an insurance policy that everything will be great. That's a myth. Myth three, what happened to all those fiduciary advisors that told you, um, we do well when you do well? It was almost inferred that it was a performance-based fee. I'm walking into a lot of people, Chris, paying two points on a half a million dollar portfolio going to Palookaville. So two points on 500000 is $10,000 a year fee. They're paying their guy that's telling them, their fiduciary, 
hold on to the long term. They've gotten killed in bonds and they've gotten killed in stocks and they're laying out 10000 a year. Now, if you're looking for income, retirement income, now in addition to the market, you have the hurdle of the fees of, of, of in this example, on a half a million is 10000 a year. On, on a million, it would be 20000 a year. Well, what happened? I, I said the myth, myth number three, what happened to the We do better when you do better. Did, did people's uh, financial advisor drop the rates, lower the fees? I'd love to know. I'd love to, I haven't seen it. To me, I've seen the fees are just holding strong. So that's number three. Number four, when the Federal Reserve raises rates, as Warren Buffett says, when the tide goes out, then you'll find out who, who, you know, who's not wearing a bathing suit. So you're looking at Sam Bankman, Freed, and crypto, and now the, the, the large, uh, wealthiest man in India that, that billions and billions have been lost, according to the Hindenburg report that shorted his assets. What other assets are there? Your financial company that use alternative uh, strategies to beat a lower interest rate. Nobody has any idea because... Everybody's looking in the rearview mirror on these myths. You know, everything's fine. The long term, um, we're performance-based fees, and and this has always worked. And I got to say, Chris, it's one thing, you know, you have kids in, in their 20s. That's fine. But when I see people over 60 years old, they have no guardrail on their investments. And, and they've bought into this these myths. These myths, and they're and they're risking life and limb. And you know what? They don't have the time. What they need is a good life insurance policy because they don't have the time to play games. Well, you know what it is oh, is I'm, that you know what's happened is right the culture and the marketing of things like what's going on in the stock market, and mm-hmm. you got to you know live and breathe on whether or not the interest rate drops or whatever it's much more sexier than the stuff that we we deal with the blue chip everything has its place at its time right and as long as everyone has their eyes wide open going into these things and they understand where they're at in their life but that's 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 what you know we fight with in relation to the the blue chip right we have we have many happy clients because they get it right but what happens is you have a lot of our brothers and sisters who they've seen a lot of sexy commercials, Joe. Those commercials work, right? And so this is this is this is this is why we do what we do and get paid what we get paid in relation to telling people that there's another way of doing this. That's just it just doesn't hit them as sexy because we don't have really cool commercials with celebrities doing voiceovers, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 what you're dealing with culturally here. So that's why it's been great that over our discussions over all these years on Wake Up, a lot of Wake Up Tucson listeners have said, "Hey, this maybe that's you know maybe we're breaking through the great killer James Earl Jones voiceover or Snoopy or any of these other people that they're using that are much sexier than Chris and Joe, but they're getting it. So you know, we're, we're going to do what we do, and people, some people are going to." Say maybe I should add, you know, mix in a salad, as we say, right? So you, you know, Chris, I had to put some IRA money in October somewhere. It was sitting there, and I, I put it in one of our plans, backed by one of the largest um, insurance companies, 
property and casualty, well-known company. Mm-hmm. I took the twenty percent bonus. <laughs> I took the twenty percent bonus, and I put it into the two different strategies I thought were best. And it's it's higher now, but when I received my quarterly report, um, it was up over six percent in in solid cash. And it's even higher here. But now, if the market slips back, which it most likely will. Those gains are locked in. It's not just protecting your principal, Brother Chris. It's making gains and then locking in your gains so you're not losing your gains back to the market. And and this is a narrative that people don't understand because they've they've heard the myths, you know, the long term myth and the the fee thing, the performance based fee which doesn't exist, the sixty forty portfolio, which is definitely not working. But through the structure of what we're using on the indexed equity annuity, it's following when the market does good, and it's locking in gains on a daily basis. But you know why I put the money in? It wasn't trying to hit a home run. In addition to the twenty percent bonus, they're going to give me they're going to guarantee me eight percent a year on my IRA funds for the next ten years. And I figure if a company like that, that has the strong ratings, and and I'd be stupid not to. Yep. And I tell you what, I sleep very good at night. Well, if you want to find out how to do more like this, call us up at Blue Chip Planning, 600-7307, and then go to bluechipplan.com. Brother Joe, a pleasure as always, my friend. We're going to find more about this balloon, Chris. There's more to come. (laughs) Have a great week, my friend. Have a blessed week to all. Thank you so much. Later, Joey Day. 8.46 in the morning. I got some serious tabs. And uh, I do want to give an update. Uh, Sergio put this up in our uh, wake-up discussion group. It's the uh, latest round of uh, GOP circular firing squad. And, Unity. and it has to do with one of our regular guests. Wake up, Tucson, 1030 The Voice, local news and talk. Big big rock and roller, <laughs> Willie Nelson. We love our Willie. So you're on the Wake Up Tucson show, 1030 The Voice. Remember to join us at the happy hour tonight at Games and Gadgets, Tucson Mall, second floor. It'll be in the back of the store. You'll see it parked between Sears and uh, Dillard's and just walk through the big glass doors and you'll see us just go street going forward. We'll be there. So um, I'm going to have, uh, I was just talking to Greg about, we got to do a uh, uh, Republican on Republican violence sound drop where people are screaming rhino at each other, right? And then they're like, I want to do like a kind of a sounds like some sort of comedic beating sounds like from a from a Looney Tune or something like that, or maybe a Three Stooges you know, uh, as one of, you know, one of the greats, as we like to say. So it's so funny. I got uh, last week in the mail, whatever it was, I got a, a full colored postcard to vote for this guy named Elijah Norton for the Arizona GOP treasurer. And he looks like uh, he's got like a little bit of a baby Glassman look to him. It, 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 he got a little baby Glassman look. He's a he's one of those overachievers. But I guess he's one of the guys that ran against Schweikert, I think. Right, I mean, these are the guys who were yelling that Schweikert was was a rhino and he's not MAGA enough, and then of course they forgot the fact that David was endorsed by President Trump. But 
let's not get like facts get in the way. So anyway, uh, Sergio put this in the Wake Up Tucson discussion group. Uh, this guy, Elijah Norton, uh, Nort- Norton, who hits me again, like he's got a little baby Glassman feel to him. Okay. I said, I woke up to text messages that are rumors that shady David Schweikert might be running for governor. Doesn't sound very unity-like. You know who's looking at this having a headache is Jeff DeWitt, right? Going, can someone act like an adult? Right off the bat, we just, this guy just became treasurer, and he's throwing Schweikert down the stairs. Well, and isn't he the guy that challenged him in a primary? Right. So I think, you know, full disclosure here, you know. Correct. Uh, there's a better chance of an alien spaceship landing in my backyard tonight than Governor Schweikert becoming a reality. Really? Uh, and then, and then of course, the classic, classy, just saying. <laughs> we will get to the story tomorrow. I guess Schweikert has dropped out of the Freedom Caucus. He's a founding member. But part of the discussion is, and we'll talk about it more tomorrow, there's a couple of pieces I won't have time today. He's sick of being confused for the freedom losers at the state level with Walesack and Jonestown. That's actually come up as part of the discussion here, which is hilarious. So I can't wait to do that. So, um, Also, another call to action, if you're not doing anything Thursday, Janet, uh, Dr. Cullen... Uh, what's Teresa. Her? Teresa. I keep getting not her yelling. Janet Yellen. No, not yelling. <laughs> uh, Teresa Cullen's confirmation hearing as health director is happening one one thirty on Thursday up at the state capitol. So if you want to uh, go to the uh, the uh, you want to go up and uh, tell everyone what a nightmare she's been for Pima County, why spread this thing of terror throughout the entire state. You could go Thursday. Just letting you know. Just letting you know. Uh, again, I usually don't go to the Tucson Sentinel for anything because Dylan's a hack, right? Still eight bucks for your blue check uh, on your Twitter page, uh, sir. Each month. They, each month. That's true. We got to maintain. Um, I finally, I, 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 I hadn't seen this anywhere else, Matt. You might have saw this two months ago, and I'm just being slow, uh, which is entirely possible, but... Um, how much money is the city of Tucson kicking in for the the battery plant that's using 54 million gallons of water? Oh boy. All right. So they're they're going to use 54 million dollars gallons of water. The city says that they're the leaders in saving water. They're overcharging everyone in the county because they want you to pay for everyone else in the city. And it now looks like income redistribution, I think it's called. Thank you very much. Um $4.3 million is the incentive back to the battery people. Really? And supposedly they're going to create a thousand high paying jobs. Okay. Is what they're going to do for their $4.3 million. Remember, it's corporate. It's not there, cor- It's only I'm sorry, corp- was there, Were there a thousand high paying jobs at Grand Canyon University that required zero incentives Correct. a few years ago? Correct. Correct. Just, just saying. Just saying. Ah! Well, I put my sound thing away. I couldn't get to it. Sorry, buddy. So anyway, um, it says it started an $81 million. There's also Scion Power also. So anyway, $4.3 million. Remember, if it's a Republican, it's corporate welfare. If it's a Democrat, they're geniuses at spurring economic development. Mm. Just remember. Mm. Uh, TEP 
So remember, you're going to pay an extra. The, the 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 mayor has this sick thing with the TEP on the May fifteenth ballot, right? That supposedly you're going to give them. They're going to be able to dig underneath the ground to put in electric lines because no one at home and uh, Sam Hughes place wants them anywhere near their house, right? But you're also going to add a fee that the city is going to literally use for environmental bureaucracies. Yes, Matthew. Power poles anywhere else in the city is totally okay. Correct. <laughs> right. There, there was just a didn't they just put up some new power poles at. Uh, Ina and Thornyden, yeah, Ina and Oracle. Right. Uh, you're correct. Correct. Those are okay. They, they should all be underground. By the way, that's Matt Neely's opinion. But because because it's harder to uh, take out a uh, underground line in high winds. But so in addition, the TEP and the mayor. And remember, they should put this vote on the general election that's happening in November. They're putting it in May for a reason. No matter how much extra money it costs the taxpayer to do a separate election, is they don't want you voting on it. And they don't want it to be an issue when they run in the general election. Correct. All right. So TEP wants a 12%, which is a little bit lower than APS's 22% that they're looking for. So uh, you may want to talk to uh, well, Thompson to Myers a- and uh, Jim O'Connor to see about shooting down that 12%. In, in fairness to APS, I mean, they did pump uh, $800,000 to elect a Republican governor and then another quarter of a million to make amends with uh, the Democrat. Katie uh, Hobbs. So, uh, you know, they. what I'm saying is life's hard for them. So uh, in the O Tucson exclamation point part 147, uh, the, the drug criminals of Tucson sold 10,000 bucks worth of equipment from friends of aphasia. And this was a something that was co-founded by Gabby Giffords. Aphasia is a condition where persons lost the ability to understand or express speech caused by brain damage. The thieves stole nearly every piece of equipment that's used to help people regain their ability to speak after brain injury oh, or Lord. stroke. Good Lord. And so when you see, okay, again, little Timmy did his stupid column that a few of you sent me. And he quoted uh, Ed Ackerley and Zach y- Sorry, Yenser, and uh, in relation to housing first. If Ed Ackerley, he didn't use Ed Ackerley's word of adjudicating. And Ed was telling me that he told him multiple times what the Tucson Crime Free Coalition is, the, what they're doing, they're, they're, what, and their concerns are very valid, right? Little Timmy didn't mention TCF at all. And never mentioned any part of the criminal aspect of what is going on in this town. So again, to quote the not-so-great Rob Schneider, for little Timmy, you suck again! So, enjoy writing for that. Completely ignored what the pain that all this is causing to people. So that's why when you you read... Homeowners, (laughs) business people... When you read... When you read his little description of what he is. Going through life with blinders on him. 25 years, Tim knows the streets of Tucson. (laughs) Hey, there's a 17-minute clip that you could listen to, Dr. Stellar. And uh, (laughs) Chris did all the hard work for you. I did some of the hard work. The people had to live it and then come on on the air and really tell it. I'm telling you, Ben. So tomorrow we have a local uh, columnist, Wynn Brown. Uh, she's column, uh, novel, uh, author, excuse me, let me do that again, author, 
Wynn Brown. She was brought to us by Terry Colmar from the Oral Valley Historical Society. She'll be here. And then we have, uh, we're going to play that Bill Maher piece. we got to play that. That's so good. He basically takes the current academic woke revolution and compares it directly to Mao Zedong's cultural revolution. I'm going to tell you something. It's really eerie, the similarities. Very eerie. Hey, thanks for a nice day. Dr. Filippo, J.D. Simone, and ESQ. We'll see you tonight, 4.30. Games and Gadgets, Short Rest Tavern.